All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, nice to see Jason York and Bobby Ryan as the wings, if you will, on this show. Get it? Turkey? Wings? Oh, well done. Uh, Did you get any sleep last night? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I worked on that all afternoon. Uh, well this done. show is always presented by Botano. Go to botano.ca and download the app. All right, gentlemen. Uh, nice to see you. Uh, Yorkie, are you a Sunday or a Monday Thanksgiving turkey family day? Ooh, usually Sunday and Monday I go play golf, but the weather is shit, as people know, in Ottawa today, so no golf. But it's just it's just me and Laurel. It's just me and my wife today. The, our Matthew was home for the weekend. He's gone home. My other son is at school in Western, and my daughter is going over to her in-laws. So it's turkey, just me and my wife. Wow. Quiet night. Nice, uh, Bob. We'll get to your American Thanksgiving next month, and find out if you have eighty-five people from the golf club at your house or not. No, zero yes. percent chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. yeah, I, there was no doubt that you don't have people invited over. I, it was not even a question. My neighbor, me. yeah, the neighbors think I'm a vampire man. <laughs> <laughs> what goes on at your place, Wally? Uh, we went to the. Uh, brother-in-laws if you will my sister's mm -hmm. brother's family there was like 16 people nice. okay yeah a lot of people yeah so i couldn't wait to so leave you, no, so i'm you just hated, so you hated it 
<laughs> watched the football game and then wanted out. Yeah, it was a terrible football game last Who's night. Who's the guy? What's the guy's name from Planes, Trains? The character Steve Martin plays. That is you to a T. <laughs> that is well, you. Listen, it's I'm tired. No, no, we're not. Agitated. We're not starting Thanksgiving on this. Let's go. We're going into our. We have a season preview to get to, but first, there's plenty of sense chatter. Uh, Lassie Thompson just claimed off waivers uh, this afternoon. Back by Ottawa. Uh, he'll go. Yeah. So because he's claimed back by the team that put him on waivers, uh, he's allowed to be sent down to the AHL immediately. So he will be in Belleville, I'm assuming. Okay. Um, Happy, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yeah. You're going to Belleville, not Anaheim. Yes. Or San yeah. Diego. That's the firm team, right? Yeah. San Diego. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's a long, that's a long flight for a new track jacket. <laughs> uh, no disrespect uh, to Belleville, by the way. I love a great golf course in uh, in Belleville, uh, Wally. It's called Black Bear or Bear. I've heard Black Bear. It's fantastic. I've heard about uh, this golf course. Mm -hmm. Very good. I just, I'm too busy trying to produce a show and don't have time to golf. <clears throat> um, I the, I got nothing. No, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about today's episode till an hour ago. So. Yeah, Bob's, no, got, Bob's got six memberships at six different courses. Just... Hey, hey, I'm down the yeah. four. I'm down the. None four. of them I can afford. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, okay, can we get to the Josh Norris stuff? Because I'm concerned. All so right, you guys, or Bobby wasn't concerned. You downplayed it all through camp. I uh, am officially engaging the panic button, Bobby. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, I thought it was, yeah, obviously it's fair at this point. I got I'm not the insider. I should be. I probably should have texted the guy, but I don't like, I'll always, yeah. I'll, I'll never text a player for info. That's going to come out on our show. That will never be something I do. So I, yeah, yeah. you know, I didn't have any insider information on it. Obviously I just, I just thought they were going to be abundantly cautious and let him kind of work his way in. And it doesn't sound like that's, you know, I wasn't correct. So there's obviously a bigger issue for him here. And, um, yeah, I think it's completely fair for um, now it makes the Pinto thing seem a lot larger, right? For mm -hmm. one, mm -hmm. obviously, but um, you know, just for me being a, being a player that's dealt with injuries, like he's got to be just devastated right now that nothing's happening in the way he wants it to happen. So uh feel for the player, feel for the team. Cause it's, I mean, I don't know where you fill the hole out of the stop gaps within the organization right now. That's all you got. So, yeah, the only, the only caveat to all this and, and I, I didn't think it was actually going to get to this. I thought just because he wasn't quite ready, he had on the non-contact jersey right away. I'm like, this is fishy. That's why I thought there was a little more to the case. But the fact he is practicing full right now, and it looks like there is not a lot of um, hesitation, at least in practice, that's a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing right now. So if you want to look at positives, I don't think he's that far off. I think it's just thinking of... of mentally getting comfortable uh if you listen to what dj said he still hasn't been cleared totally by the docs for game uh for playing in a game but i i, I think it's going to be sooner than later i don't think this is a long-term thing otherwise he would be in a yellow jersey wouldn't be doing contact so yeah he might as well be in a non-contact jersey he's the fourth pairing with max gannett before Max they're just do they're just doing he, that because he's not he's doing not any con he's just there uh, he'd have the yellow jersey on though you if you, when you go out for practice and you're not supposed to be touched you get that jersey on morning skates you don't and morning skates you 
you can wear the same color jersey because you don't plaque, you don't have the same skates. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I, I just think again, I'm just gonna tell you, I'm gonna go with my gut. My gut my gut was right right last time when I said something was gonna happen here. I don't think it's that I don't think it's that far along when he gets back into the lineup. Um otherwise they would have just put him on LTR and, and and got Pinto signed right away. And that that's not the case yet. Um but uh, I think they're still trying to figure out trade somebody else, whether it's who Matthew Joseph's his uh his uh, stock has to be of risen. He's had a pretty nice camp. So he's, they've got that going for them. So I, I just think people need to take a breath. I don't, I, I just don't see it going that long. It's he's had the surgery. He's had it repaired. Little setback here. I think he's back sooner than later. Worst case, he goes on the short term long, uh, short term here. And he's, he's playing within uh, whatever that period is. November, All right. Well, uh, just so we're clear uh, for people that don't know, LTIR is 24 yeah. days, minimum 10 games. So that basically takes them out of October if they go to LTIR. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Not one ideal. Cons- no, but I guess, but he still needs, and you two can tell me about this because you're the players, for someone who hasn't been in game action or however it is, think of Brady Kachuk who came into camp and then needed a week. Yeah. He needs a minimum of a week to get ready to play in a game. Not really. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think... I think there's a difference between Brady because he needed a week because he didn't go through to anything, right? He was skating solo. That's a, that's a different um, acclimatization. That's a big word. Uh, (laughs) Acclimizing, whatever the word is. uh, Uh, I'll get have a text message about two minutes saying nice job. It'll be Dizingle watch. Um, But anyway, (laughs) there's a difference. He's free to come on, by the way, if you're, if he wants to, anytime he wants to join us, you just, I'll tell him. Yeah. I'll let him know. I'm uh, still laughing about that show. (laughs) But, there's a difference between what Brady was doing and what Josh, Josh has been around the guys. He's doing some drills. He's got, he's in the flow, yeah. the flow drills. He might not be taking contact, but I'm, I'm with Yorkie in the sense that it, if it was a long-term thing, we would have seen the, the, the LTIR to maximize the space to get Pinto signed and all that. I just don't, I, I don't think it's going to be 10 games. I think we're looking at a shorter period. Yeah, it's just my, I guess, gu- my guess. And also, too, if you look at the reaction, the coaching staff thought he was coming back. It, it just something's happened here where I'm just guessing where the players just, you know what, I just don't quite feel 100%. And he has the backing of the Dodgers. And again, if you don't, like, why would you? Like, it's not like the old days. I remember in training camp, I had a pulled groin. They're injecting me with cortisone to get me ready to play an exhibition game. Like, it's just, yeah. it's players now are much more aware. And I don't blame them because, hey, if, if you, it's early in the year, you're on a long-term contract, um, you got to do what's best for you as the player. You really do. Because at the end of the day, it's it's your body, it's your life. Um, and he's already done it twice. So I'm sure there's some hesitation there. But again, I, I, I don't see this as a long-term thing. He's had the surgery. It's been fixed. I think he just has to get over this last little hurdle and he's, and he's back playing. I have... The one question I have, and I need you guys to help me with this, and that's somehow this has gotten to be, this is a mental thing. So one, DJ Smith says he hasn't been cleared to play. Like the doctors say he can't play. Um, I wish I could find that quote off the top of my head. Uh, well, the, I wait, the every, doctors I wait hold on. I wait on, I wait every day on the word from the trainers if he's able to go. Obviously he's practicing full speed and looks good out there. The issue is 
that the doctor that he hasn't been cleared to play in a game. I don't know whether it's by a trainer or by a doctor or whatever it is, but I don't believe this is just Josh Norris is I'm scared to play and it's mental. I don't think that this is the case whatsoever. And I don't like how they have started to pin this on the mental side of it. Listen, I think people, Bob, you know, Josh a lot better than I do, but I don't believe that to be the case. And here's the thing. When, when you get cleared as a player, it's a conversation with the player and the medical staff. Everyone is getting in on the discussion here. How do you feel? How's the shoulder feel? Like the end of the day, nobody can get inside that shoulder and know how it feels except the player. So yeah, the, the, the idea that, okay, doctor says you're ready to go. You're now cleared. No, no. It's a conversation with the player, with the medical staff. And Hey, listen, I, Bob, you know more than I do. I, I, he's got to be chomping at the bit right now. It's probably killing him. He's not playing, but he's, you got to do what's right for your body, for you, because he's a young guy, man. I, I don't blame him. Yeah. He's got a lot. He's got plenty of years under the contract and some stuff. The security means everything too. Right. When you think yeah. about that, York, he's not, he's not coming back to try and earn another contract. He's, he's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't like the, I don't like, I, I would agree with Wally though. I'm not a big fan of this becoming a mental thing. There's some, there's something in the conversation that we, we're not privy to that exactly. is going on and they're making a community yes. decision. That's all it is. Yes. So yeah, just so we're, like yesterday, uh, he was requested by the media to come out and speak. Uh, when you practice on the ice, you are obligated in the NHL media rules to be available to speak. He declined. Now, normally, and you guys know this, the, the media relations staff would say he's not available or whatever. They specifically, uh, Mendez asked, are we able to say that he, is it your decision or his decision not to speak, basically? And they said it was Josh's decision, which means normally they protect the player and they would say, well, we're not going to let him speak until he's ready to go. I'm surprised by this. This to me is one of, is another thing that there's, there seems to be butting of heads and I don't necessarily like it. I would agree with that. Having been around BMO and CMO, Brian, you know, those guys, those guys always protect the player. Well, they, I mean, they did for me and uh, yes, they're very, very good at their job in that regard. So um, that, yeah, that's a different kind of statement. That's, that's, you know, but maybe they might've said to Josh, is this okay? Like, and Josh would have said, Hey, you can absolutely say I declined, but I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't. I don't like it. Anyway, it's just, it's just <laughs> weird of how yeah. this is playing out, especially with arguably your number two setter. Right. And yeah. um, at the beginning of the season, this is not what is needed. I will say it that. just, so. it just sucks. It just, it, it, it's a buzzkill for everybody. Like yes, just all the positivity with with ownership, with the way the team's played, with how well exhibition's gone. But you, you got to understand, like it happens. Like it's 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 unfortunate, but I think I think people just have to let this play out. And and like I said, I I don't see this. My guts tell me this isn't going to be a long term thing. And I, and I think sooner than later he's back playing. And, and then this you know is what's... long for long forgotten. Yorkie, I wish you were there when Dominic Hasek was there uh, in 0405 or 0506. <laughs> Maybe Friday. So he would be on the ice. And I remember this to this day. He would be out. He would be making yeah. saves like nobody's business. And he would be skating around. He'd have the big towel in his in his jersey and still be skating with his goalie stick in the air. Come game time, couldn't or wouldn't go. And people were like, I don't know. And then people, we'd ask him, like, are you going to play? He's like, that's where the joke comes from. Maybe Friday. Um, wasn't the uh, abductor abductor? Is the, the abductor. And so 
that was the like this kind of no one knew what was happening with Dominic Ashik. He never played again. And Bobby, now they're like but well, they had like a song back in the day with Hasek, and uh, I think it was a Christmas song. I think uh, I think Steve Warren of Jungle might might have made it. Basically, it was a Christmas carol with a guy pretending to be Hasek singing the song, and then oh, during man. the song, they'd come in with cat buzzwords like "abductor," "baby Friday." Come on, oh, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was it was gold. It was gold. Incredible. Uh, well. <laughs> It was, so, it was actually it was Wally. It was here yeah. comes Dominic right down the right down Palladium Way. Such a good song. That is amazing. <laughs> we got to get it. We got to play that before the before the uh, copyright show's rules. Old. Probably um, no copyright rules. I don't. Yes, we'll get sued. Is uh, so it brought uh, Bobby. You brought up Shane Pinto earlier. Like, is this put the heat on now? The Ottawa Senators and Pierre Dorian to get oh, this yeah. done. So yeah. Yeah. as of right now. Before you we even blend. start the Shane Pinto, your four centers are Tim Stutzla, Rourke Chartier, Ridley Gregg, and Mark Kastelik. Remember what we kept saying? This team needs to get off to a great start in the first 20 games. I don't feel so confident. Does uh, producer yeah. Gavin have uh, Glenn Fry on uh, ready on hold? The heat is on here. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. You're Um yeah, I'm not as confident as you as you were. The the heat's been on the Pinta situation for a minute, and we know that. But now it gets escalated because of this, right? I just don't get how you don't find two point five to three million dollars to get them in. You just you just find a way, and you deal with the. That's the first thing you do is you find a way to get the Pinto thing done. Get him in. Get him playing. Um, and then you and then you sort Josh out after whether and and maybe you're handcuffed for a minute or two trying to get it sorted out but you have you know you have ltir there for josh if you need it um there's you know there's other there's other workarounds but you cannot start i mean that's not a good center depth position to be in right now starting the way it is i like Bradley greg i actually thought he was phenomenal the other night uh again mm-hmm. I like, yeah, he was he was good bob i like yeah him. he's he's a good player he makes some great plays he he's a big part of where this team's going to be for many years but it's a lot to ask him to go into a position that he's not ready for but i do think he's going to handle the load for a little bit here i think he can do it i just don't know if he's in every day and every night or yet but he's going yeah. to be so yes this just, pinto situation needs to get done talk about the heat how much heat is there for tarasenko to get off to a good start mm-hmm. I, well everybody now right <laughs> but yeah tarasenko for sure okay. So, all right. So based on that, Yorkie, here's the lines from yesterday's practice. And then they included Yuri Schmeckel until they sent him down, which I think is a paper move because Zach McEwen didn't skate. And I expect they may say uh, Zach is injured and that can allow them, I think, to emergency recall Yuri Schmeckel. But yesterday, Vladimir Tarasenko is on a line with Rourke Chartier and Dominic Kubelik. I don't know whether that's the second line or third line, and I don't know whether Batherson and Ridley Gregg and Matthew Joseph is the second line. You guys can tell me whatever you think. But I don't want to say Vladimir Tarasenko just signed a $5 million deal and finds himself on the third line for the Ottawa Senators. I, I think they're just. I think the coaching staff's just trying to spread spread the wealth here, spread the depth out there. And to Bob's point, uh, Ridley Gregg has has had a nice little training camp here. He looks confident with the puck. He's holding on to it. I like Chartre too. Like he looks like a he's an he's an older guy. He's been yep, around for a while. So you, 
I, I would have to think he's going to be very responsible defensively, probably be the high guy most of times and take care of a little bit of the defensive duties on that line with Tarasenko and Kubalik, who are both of them are known as not really uh, defensive players. So <laughs> spread the wealth and Joseph, Hey, I like this too. It, it's no secret. They've tried to move him. Why not put him with some good players? Like, and he's, yep. he's had a nice camp too. You, have, you, nice have camp. To, you have to reward guys for, for doing well at training camps. So I don't mind this at all. And if you want to win in the NHL, you, you got to have three lines. You got to yep. have three lines. And, and, and I don't mind that fourth line either. People were raving about Parker Kelly last game. He had a, he had a strong game. <laughs> I like Castellick and, and Schmeckle's been good. I, I really just trying like to poke him. the bear. What do you mean? <laughs> the, Kelly? Yeah, people are all over Parker Kelly. I think he's played well. I think he, ah, he's fine. I, he, he is what he is. He works There was hard. never – I just didn't – yeah, I didn't think he was going to be not in the opening night lineup. Um, and I yeah. think Zach McEwen would obviously be there. And this is partially due to salary cap issues, obviously. But Yuri Schmeckel played well, no question. But There's just the, no room for him. And Bob, unless you can they re- speak, recall. Bob, you can speak this to uh, being the winger. With that line combination, you leave Drake Batherson on his right side and you move Tarasenko onto the right side where he prefers it. So you have players yeah. playing where they're comfortable. And it, it, it's it's start the season off too. I like that better. I, I don't mind those lines one bit. I don't either. I think it's, you, you know, use the term of spreading the wealth. It's a balanced lineup. That's what they're going for there. You can get some offense from all three lines. You have some defensively responsible players with some players that maybe not quite fit that mold. But um, I like I, I think if you look at that, that that second and third line are are equally good in different ways. Um, I, I actually really like the Greg line with Joseph and and uh, Batherson. Yeah. I think that could be a very, very good line for opening night. Um and then, you know, you, you slide Pinto in with Tarasenko and whatever, if that's the way, if it, if it plays out. Um, so I, I think it's a great balanced lineup. I like the fourth line. Parker Kelly was great on Saturday every single time. And, and I'm a, I'm a Parker Kelly fan, but I heard his name every, every shift last yeah. game. I thought he was, yeah. and that's what you want. You, and none of them were negative. So it was, that's what you want from your fourth line guy that uh, seems to be the new Cody Cece. <laughs> for some reason yes well that's and jason spezza so yeah. if oh, wait a sec if you're vladimir tarasenko are you at all going i'm playing on a line with rourke Charche? and no disrespect to rourke Charche, who's played 19 nhl games and has fought his way to continue to get in the nhl yeah he's not a second line center that vladimir tarasenko or first line center is used to playing yeah, he's probably got a little bit of that, but he probably also has a little more knowledge of the Norris situation and wondering when he's going to be back. And um, yeah. I don't think he's pushing the panic button internally for game one by any means. Yeah. Good players, good players are supposed to make better guys around them better. And that's that's like people said that all last year about their brinket. I am of the mind where if you're paying a guy a lot of money, it's not, well, he needs to play with a good player. Well, He's got a pretty good player on the other wing and Kubalik, who's got some experience and Chartres a pro like, albeit a mi- he's been in the minors. Like he knows how to play the game. I've been watching him in preseason. He's very smart. He's very aware. And this is just a starting point to these lines. Good coaches will watch how guys are playing in the first five minutes of the game. And you know what guys are going and which guys aren't. And then you make adjustments as the game goes along and you switch it up. So yeah. it's just a, st- it's just a starting point. I, I would, these lines will change a lot. 
I, I would be shocked if, if if these lines were kept together for long periods of time. But it's like it's a good starting point, and you make adjustments as you see which guys are going and which aren't. Uh, Bob, you're a top two line guy and a guy. Um, are you a big fan of the constant line shuffling? No, um, but I think that's the league now because the league's built more on pairs than lines when I than when sure. I started. Um, you get your pairs and you find the complement to the pairs. And that's, that takes a little more guys coming in and out of that, of that other, that third position. So I liked, I always liked it consistency and I always liked knowing who I was playing with every night. Um, I felt unsettled, but that's not the case anymore. Guys, guys, guys are coming in with different mindsets now than, you know what I mean? Yorkie, like when we played, yeah. you had everything set and you knew what was going on, but it, yeah. Um, you know, you would have changes if you were down in a game or up in a game and guys were sparking other guys, but, um, yeah, the league's a lot more fluid guys could play from the fourth line up now. Right. When think about the meat sauces on the fourth line, when we played, when I started Yorkie and when like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, that guy's not going to go spark anybody. <laughs> well, I used to, I used to, well, there's certain guys that used to just set the, set the stick to auto dump in. And as soon as I get to the red line, that puck's going deep guys yeah. on the fourth line now aren't afraid to make zone entries. They're, they're not afraid yeah. to attack the milli ice and kick it out. Like it's a possession game now. Yeah. So yeah, it's the league's totally different now. So I, yeah. Well, like I said, this is, it's a starting point, these lines. And I, and I, I don't, I don't see Tarasenko as a guy. He's smart. He's not, he's, he knows Norris is in the lineup and the, you start this way and, and we'll see what happens. It's as long as, as long as the goal scorers are on the power play, that's really, well, Yorkie, that's really uh, all they, all that matters. The one goal scorer in the name of Vladimir Tarasenko isn't on the first power play unit. Not that it's a surprise to us. Would it be yeah. a surprise to him? Like he's coming here to get a contract next year. That's his whole goal is to get more money next year. If, yeah. if we look at it and go, you're on a third line at the moment and you're on the second power play unit. Good luck with your $5 million next year. I, I wouldn't say he's on the second line right now. I, the third line. It's, it's, to me, it's it's three lines deep right now. There is a first line, but to me, there's no real second line. I think yeah. it's there's no there's no time for shenanigans to start this year. This coaching staff is going to play the players that are going to help them win, and I don't think it matters who. I really don't because jobs are on the line. Like if you're not playing right away, I don't think there's going to be any any anything or kid gloves for anybody. No, like they it's, can't. It's, you can't like no. it's you can if if you have some security, but this 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 coaching the coaching staff has to win. Like there's a lot of heat right now, and uh, they want to impress, and I think they will win even with even with this depleted lineup. Oh, um, okay. I think the goaltending's that good, and I think the defense is that good, and I think now Stutzla, I think he's going to explode out of the gates, fellas. Like he he looks even better this year. Yeah, no, I'd agree with everything you just said on that one. I think he's ready to go. Uh, Bobby, you surprised me on the weekend. You uh, were watching the game, had a couple of my, comments. Yeah. One I of them. surprised you by doing a little bit of my job, eh? <laughs> I, I saw that. I was, I was surprised by your uh, your complimentary of uh, Eric Brandstrom's game. Yeah. Who I think has been very good in this camp, by the way. I think he's looked yeah. very, very good. Um so give me your thoughts on his play. I thought he lugged the puck well. I thought he 
I thought he moved the puck and logged the puck well. Um, he got up ice, obviously made a great play on the goal with Kubelik there, and then followed it up like a shift or two later with another great cut in the, the 360 to net. I think he's just finding out um, what works for him night in, night out. And that's, I, you know, you forget he's still a 24-year-old defenseman with a good amount of experience, but he's mm. still learning exactly what he's going to be. And I think he's... Um, I, I like the way he's getting up the ice. I just like the way he's seeing the game. I think he's slowed things down for himself. I, I don't know about you, Yorkie, but I always said it was around the 100, the 120 game mark where I, for me, the game really started to slow down um, and things opened up. And I think that would probably be a higher number for young defensemen than, than that. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like the, math said 300 games. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it's, you know, you, it's, you need a lot of reps to be able to get to where you want to be. And um, I, I just thought he's, done an incredible incredible job the last couple of nights and looks very very calm poised um and assured of himself right now which is great it's a great position for the Ottawa senators mm-hmm. yeah and i i agree i really liked his camp and the best thing that happened last year for eric branstrom was all those guys getting hurt late in the season because he got to log some big minutes in some grindy games down the stretch some of those games i'm not going to say the word meaningful games but but I just did. So he played in a lot of those games and he played big minutes. And you remember, we'd always talk about this. Well, these are the types of games where guys learn how to play in the league and it's, it's the intensity is ramped up. So he played in those games. He played big minutes because of the injuries. So you said it right there, Bob. I agree. Game now looks a little slower for him. He's holding on to the puck. Defensively, this is the thing. When you're that small, you have to be perfect in your own zone. It's so yeah. tough because you're, you're giving up so much size. Like the one goal, for example, not his fault. The goal on the rush where there's a turnover at the blue line. I think it was Castellick turned it over. Yeah. Uh, Brandstrom, because of his size, got a little stick, little body. You just, you just don't cover as much ice. And so you got to be perfect. You got to be perfect with body position, with skating guys taking away their time and space. And that's always going to be the issue with him. But offensively, I, I still think he's miscast with this team. I still think he can run a power play. I, I think he's the type of guy that thrives the more minutes he plays. Um, but, hey, he's he's a nice piece to have on your team if you're the Senators. He's a nice security piece. If something with your top four goes wrong, one of the guys gets hurt, he can he can jump into that role. But I tell you, man, it is tough when you're a puck-moving guy to play in the bottom pairing and play limited minutes. Like, it's – yeah. You you gotta you gotta get into the rhythm of the game. Like that's why he's playing so right, right now. He's playing over twenty minutes a night. He's involved. He's moving his feet. And he looks great. Let's see how he does with limited minutes. If he can do that, because it's it's a lot tougher than people think to play limited minutes as a defenseman and be a puck moving guy because you you don't get into the flow of the game. It's very difficult. That's why usually you have like big meats playing back there in the five and six role because they're like, Hey, I don't really have to skate and move the puck. I'm just up the boards. I'm going to cross check a few guys. I'm going to fight now and then. So it's, but uh, we'll see. I, I, you can't argue with the camp he's had, as Bob said, he's, he's done everything asked, looks confident. And uh, he's, here we go. Let's let's see how he does. Okay. Um, Before we get on to our, we'll call them our picks for the, the season. Uh, Josh Bailey was released from his PTO. Are either of you surprised? I will say, hey, like he did what he had to do. He came in, played six games, had five, uh, six points, five assists that were a team tied for the team lead. Uh, I thought he looked pretty good. People are 
it's funny in my timeline when I said that Josh Norris was released from his PTO. One guy was like, that's okay. He couldn't keep up. He was terrible. I'm glad. And the other guy was like, I thought he played really good. He's really smart, really yeah. good positionally. So you guys tell me, are you surprised either way of Josh Bailey not being in this roster? I don't think uh, surprised would be the word for what I, for, for my reaction. I thought he played well enough to be this team's 13th forward that you could put in different spots in a pinch, but maybe not. And I, and I thought the, I thought the amount of games he's played and the amount of time he's been around and the familiarity with the coaching staff that that might've played a, you know, um, a factor in him staying and understanding he's this year's Derek Broussard. But at the same time, um, there's, there's not a lot of room. You got guys that are just about NHL ready that can do the same thing he's doing. And it's one less contract that you have. So I'm not surprised. Yep. Yeah. I think you, you bring guys into camp, like I'm going to butcher his name again, Schmelick there, however you pronounce it. <laughs> Schmeckle. He, Schmeckle. Schmeckle had a really good camp when, yep. and, and I think he's a guy, number one, that pushed him out and Chartray pushed him out as well. And it, it helps that Chartray is more of a noted defensive player that's going to play grindy and he's a center and and he and i thought he played really well nice under the radar minutes those because they could have came to camp and not had good camps and all of a sudden you're you're going to sign bailey so those two guys pushed him out um, uh, and yeah. they had good camps that's what happened and bailey did too but they've got enough offense yeah he got points and he did that but they don't they don't need another guy on the power play. They don't need a guy that can slow the pace down and, and make plays. They've, they've got those guys. They need grindy foot soldiers that play with pace and put pressure on other teams. D that's what you want in your bottom six. And that's not Josh Bailey, but yet yeah. I agree. He had, a, he had a good camp to me. He looked fine. He's just not the right player for what they need. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, final question I have is, will we see, <laughs> Josh Norris on day in Carolina on Wednesday in the lineup. And and because it's a road game, my first quite my first inclination, there's no chance they play him on the road to start. Um, Bobby, we'll start with you. No. <laughs> no. Quite frankly, it's like I, I know it's such a big story and it's such a big part of the team, but it's like, gosh, I just want I just want to see him get back in the lineup so we can stop talking about it and talk about yeah. the you know the positive side of things. But no, I don't think he starts on the road. I don't think he starts in the first four or five games. Ooh. Yeah, def definitely doesn't play in Carolina. He um, was just playing D like a day ago in practice. So I don't think he's going to be playing in Carolina. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I think he could play on the weekend. I think potentially on the weekend. Wow. Okay. We're 90 minutes away, by the way, from them uh, having to submit their final roster. Uh, it's yeah. 5 p.m. Eastern today. So we'll find out what they do with Josh Norris, but I'm assuming they don't put him on LTIR just yet uh, because of Pinto not being signed. All right. Um, time for our season preview. But first, before we get to that, uh, our show, as always, proudly presented by Patano, uh, where Bobby uh, placed all his NFL bets, including on the great San Francisco 49ers, which pains me to say being a Cowboy fan. Uh, <laughs> go to Patano and download the award-winning app. Uh, try same game parlays live bet builder. Um, all that stuff, including um, lots of stuff now coming up with the NHL. Of course, uh, you could still have time to get your picks in for Stanley Cup winner and all that stuff. Um, and we will see who we pick as the Stanley Cup winner uh, by the end of this show. Uh, and also by our good friends at BEI. Bonisher Excavating. Now into the home building department. 
Bonisher Homes uh, out in the Rennes subdivision, which is about an hour west of Ottawa. All kinds of floor plans to choose from. Beautifully located. Um, it's just a it's a really nice community if you ever have a chance to go out and check it. Bonisherhomes.com. Um, house is starting around $500,000, and uh, they do a really good job. Actually, really quality builder. So, uh, boys, are you ready to see who we've picked uh, to finish the year? And neither of you have seen your picks, so this should be entertaining. I'm pumped. Uh, <laughs> I'm pumped. <laughs> um, there I'm might pumped. be. Some I sat surprises. down and did the whole thing. I was. Pumped. You, you know like, what? Like, look, look, I mean, I sent you a great pick. Look at yes. this. Yeah. I don't believe I that. Is that, that out. is that handwritten, Bob? Yes. Handwritten. Yeah. But not by you. Do you have the? Uh, I have, I have, have the world's nicest handwriting. Do you have the big? Uh, <laughs> you have the big like ball, a jar of ink and the feathered pen in the office in there. You, the no, the no, pen. I'm a lefty, so uh, I I got to use the ones that don't I. Being a lefty is a nightmare, man. So I got to use the quick dries. <laughs> You're a lefty. I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah, Southpaw. Wow. Okay. Hey, uh, yes, Yorkie. That's supposed. To, that's the way it's supposed to work, though. If you're a Southpaw, you're supposed to shoot right-handed. That's why your hands are yeah. so good. That's why my hands yeah. suck. I can't stick hammer <laughs> because I'm just a shooter. Because the it's my strong hands on the bottom of the stick. True. Uh, and yeah. my son True. tried to switch to right-handed when he was about six or seven. No dice. Couldn't get it. Um, Couldn't figure it out. No. I'm playing. I'm playing pickup hockey now. Tuesday. My God, the the puck is like a hot potato on my stick. It's just. <laughs> what I play tomorrow. I'm skating with Ryan Smith, Andy Sutton. We got a. I got. We got a big group tomorrow. I think. Yeah. Uh, Captain oh. Canada. Yeah. Ryan Smith. Just around the corner too. Yeah. We got a good group. Um, my yeah. My skate's, yeah little, um, my skate's a little different. I'm like with all retired guys that most of them never oh. played hockey. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we got a good pickup game here. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, let's get, where are okay. we starting with this, We're Wally? I've been, so I've been Yorkie's going to start with his picks in the Pacific oh. Division. Okay. Pacific so got up on the got up on the board here. So yeah. So the Pacific Division. If you here's how it finished last year: with Vegas, then Edmonton, L.A., Seattle. Yeah. Seattle, that yeah. big surprise, if you will. Uh, yeah. All right. So Yorkie, this is your. Pacific Division standings for this year. Yes, Take sir. Us yeah, I well, I like Edmonton. I I, uh, I love what they did in the playoffs last year. They very easily could have beat Vegas. I think they're going to be hungry, and I'm not betting against Connor McDavid and Drysital. Um, I think they're ready to take the next step. I still think Vegas is you know they're good enough. They're experienced. They're going to be there. I kind of struggled with Seattle, but man, yeah, yeah. the yeah. way they the way they play. It's they play like every guy on that team plays like he's a his job and his life depends on it. They play so hard every night. Can they keep that up? I think they can. So I have them. Calgary, new coach. They better play well because they got Daryl. So they ran Daryl Sutter out of town. So it's on the players right now. So I I, I, I like Calgary um, to be a wild card. Vancouver, right? Yep. You know, the LA people might be a little surprised. They don't have them in. Um, very well could have put them in, but I just think they're going to be close, but no cigar. I think San Jose is going to be awful, and I think Anaheim is so young, they're going to take their lumps again this year. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay. Uh, we now go to Bobby's. Eight. There we go. Okay. Our first two are the same. I, I like Edmonton to win it out, right? Because Vegas, they'll have a little hangover, right? Mm-hmm. A little slow out of the gates. Um, we really differed on LA. Yeah. Yeah. I like LA. I like that yeah. team, man. I, I They got some offense with, with some young guys there. Um, they, and they just play, Andre Kopitar's always got them running the yeah. right way. They just play a clean game. I put Seattle as the wild card for the exact reasons that you mentioned, Yorkie. Um, and then I, I guess we don't even have to talk about seven, six, seven, and eight. But no. Calgary, I, I Calgary, I just think kind of finds a way to miss this year. It's been yeah. too much, too much turmoil the last little while, eh? Like I'm just well, that's I the thing, know. right? So yeah. what, what are the Calgary Flames, and what can they be good with a new coach <laughs> no. and a new GM yeah. and all that, or is it, is it just not, a, just not hey. enough for me? Because yeah. yeah, okay. So here are my eight picks. What about the LA trade though? Do you guys like the LA trade? Like they got rid of some pretty good. Yeah, Pierre Luc Dubois. I don't like, like it. I I don't no. like Dubois. I just think a little cancerous. Yeah, you know what though? I'm thinking he got to a place where people aren't going to bother him at all. He's he's off the radar now, and he can pee behind Kopitar and just play. Yeah, and Kopi will sit he's... him down and say, "Shut up." Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I think was, he's gonna be good. I he was in Columbus, and he. He didn't want to play there. And then he didn't he didn't want to play. It didn't seem like he cared at all about being in Winnipeg. I just don't like his style of play. Well, he's, he, he's, yeah, he's he got a big body, my, he doesn't use it. So we have copied, almost he, our he last copied two. My test. Well, our last two are different. So I picked Anaheim to finish ahead of San Jose. Calgary is interesting to me. I almost put them ahead of Seattle because they're so good down the middle. Like Nazem Kadri's your third line center. Yeah. I and, and if Jacob Markstrom can be anywhere good they stand it like that's a pretty good d i i'm not I surprised if calgary doesn't finish ahead of seattle love their d they got a great they got a great back end they do yeah and i was gonna pick vegas over edmonton only because i don't i just i can't get behind edmonton's d any of it any yeah. of the way they play d i just right down to Stuart skinner and um jake uh campbell jack campbell they i just don't like their goaltending Anyway, 
that's just yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. But I do I appreciate the hangover because that's a big part, right? Yeah. Although they they seem to be very quiet this summer in their partying ways. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe because they party all year being on the strip in Vegas. It's like, <laughs> yeah. just used to it. Boys, this is nothing new. Yeah. Old. Oh, that's yeah. an old roster. That's an old roster. They were exhausted after See, that win. Most of those yeah. guys needed some sleep. Like, yeah. maybe. No, that's I why agree. I don't like LA's roster. I find they're just older now. It's too they're old. Just yeah. Slow. And, the, and I can't cheer for Cam Talbot. Okay. I refuse. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm bitter over last year. Uh, all right, all right. It's, not, it's not. It's not his fault. Like, what are you blaming him for? Well, because he came in and it wasn't very good. Yeah, but shouldn't have traded for him. Okay, but that's a whole yeah. other. That's a whole other story. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're going to the central. Uh, I'm interested in this one, Yorkie. I want right? to see what you did here. So this is where it's all the. Ch- There's some change. I got, and I know Bobby's excited for one particular team, but is Colorado gonna like? How are they going to respond? So, Bob, you can start okay. the Central Division choices. Let's go. I like it. All right. Um, before it gets up there, there's my list. <laughs> and there's no rhyme or reason to the last, you know, five through eight, I think, could change. Um, I actually don't. I don't know. I, I, I kind of like Chicago to maybe slide in, but not be a wild card team. I absolutely love Dallas. I love the way they're built. Um think jason robertson's unbelievable the goaltender is mm. great um i like a lot about their team minnesota i think this is the year they take a step i think that they and I, when i say take a step i don't know that they went around in playoffs but i think that they take a very very big step in the offense i think kaprizov has his best year in the nhl um i only slid colorado down one because you can't take them too far down they're just too good uh and the way they're built so that's my top three and winnipeg is a wild card for me <laughs> they are oh and and they just signed Hellybuck and um shifley today to 8.5 yep. each identical yep. contract so um yeah maybe there yeah maybe there's a little bit of a bounce back in winnipeg so how did you put chicago at five help me because arizona st louis and nashville suck <laughs> <laughs> no uh, all, all those teams i mean five through eight could go anywhere except for probably eight um st louis i you know what and i had it down and i i meant to do arrows on st louis like it should be arizona and nashville probably in the seven seed chicago and six and st louis and five um more wow. likely but i i I had fun doing this division, so I kind of wanted to take some flyers and change things up a little bit. And I think Connor, right. Connor, Bedard, Connor Bedard and he's got, he's got, he's, they got some offense surrounding him. He, they're going to be all right. I, yeah. I think there's two, well, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't see him scoring 90 points. Do you know how no. hard that is? No. Mm-hmm. I think he could be an 80 point guy, 75. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's possible depending on how well Taylor Hall plays, I guess. True. Who's his other winger? Nick Foligno? I don't know. No. I'm trying to name guys. I can't think team. off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here's my uh, eight. And I agree with Bobby. Dallas, I is. think I think Matt Duchesne may have a turnaround kind of bounce back. Um, Stop it. I think I, I that. they had to get, they just had to blow up Nashville in a way. Right. And so mm-hmm. they're starting over. And I don't know if they know who they are in the moment, but I just, I have a tough time thinking Colorado's going to step that far back. So. Winnipeg, I moved up even before today because I think the Blake Wheeler move was huge for this team. They needed to move some some stuff out of that locker room. And especially, yeah. and I think Dubois was another one. I think with the change, 
uh, and probably a reinvigorated room, that group can finally start to move. And then Minnesota is interesting to me. I, it's a good team. They're just, they're just bland, Bobby. Yeah. Just a, and, and then Nashville, I think Arizona is actually going to surprise people. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't disagree with that. They could be good. And St. Louis, St. Louis is in a rebuild. They just don't know it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They, they, true. I, I don't know what they are, but anyway, and I just think Chicago is going to still struggle. Yeah. All right. I, I, this was a wide open division for me more, more it's, so than yes. some of the other ones. Yeah. It's just an average division. Like yep. they're all the same anywhere yep. from three to eight. I agree. See, and someone's going to be a surprise, right? Like I just, that's why I think Arizona has got, I really like that Logan Cooley kid. I think yeah, they've really play. got some pieces there. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, Yorkie, here's your eight. Well, yeah, I, I think this. I think this division is exciting. Like you got three of the best teams in the NHL. I had a tough time with this: Colorado, Dallas, and Minnesota. And I, and I don't know, Kaprizov. You said Minnesota's blah. Like that guy's a pretty exciting player. Like one player. Tough. I'm not picking a team on one player unless it's Connor McDavid. I don't know. He's a Fair. real deal. I like Col- I like Minnesota, but I just look at Colorado. Jared Bednar still, to me, is one of the best coaches in the league. They've got Nate McKinnon. they got the best defenseman in hockey. I'm taking Colorado for those reasons. I still – Dallas, yep. I agree with Bob. They're going to take another step. I think all three of those teams are going to be over 100 points. They're the class of the uh, class of division. I did take Nashville, and the reason – because you had a good weekend man. last weekend, that's why. <laughs> well, that, 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 that might have had something to do with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But hey, he's one of the best goalies in the NHL. Show yeah. me a good goalie, I'll show you a good team. He's one of the best, yeah. and I like. I think Andrew Burnett is going to come in there and invigorate that team and get them into the playoffs. I think they're a wild card team. Just watching Winnipeg play Ottawa, man. I just there's something with that team I don't like, like. You, you look at Shifley, and I've always liked him as a player, and I know this was Jick's exhibition, but how much better did Tim Stutzla compare when you compared him to, to Shifley in that game? I'm like, holy cow, it's not even close. Yeah. Like, as, as far as talent goes. So, I'm not... Uh, wait a sec. I didn't think we, we cared about the exhibition. Now we do? I don't, but I'm like, man, like... One player is a superstar, and one player, anyhow, it's. I know it's only exhibition. I don't have Winnipeg in, um, even though I love Bonus as a coach. Um, Arizona, man, what a mess there with that rink. Um, Turnier, Turnier is a, a good coach, and he's going to squeeze everything he can out of that group. But I don't, I don't see them being a playoff team. St. Louis, Wally, I agree, they're rebuilding, and Chicago is going to take their lumps. Um, I, I just think it's, you know. Bedard yeah. there is going to do well. I think he gets 35, but I think they finish last. Okay, so I just want to read you why I don't like Minnesota, and it's their blue line. I Like, they lose Matt Dumba, right? So, yeah, their blue Jonas Brodine, good. Brock Faber, Jacob Middleton, Alex Goligoski, John Merrill, and Kalen Addison. Yeah. It's just not good enough for me. It's not, it's not deep. It's, not, it's yeah. not a deep line, yeah. They're not flashy. They just move the puck. They get well, that's, those, that team that's the problem with re- Minnesota, trying to decide what kind of team they are. They just, they just you know go they and are? do their work. They play hard. Yep. They play hard, and they Seattle. make it hard on the other team's D. So, and they're fast. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving to the Metropolitan Division. Uh, so this is, the, to me, this is uh, it's an interesting one. I think the Atlantic is obviously more interesting, but 
where does Pittsburgh, what happens with them and the Rangers can, I don't know what the Rangers are at the moment, but they're good. And the Islanders, the Islanders are the Minnesotas and Seattle's of the division. They just play hard hockey and they usually find a way to get in. So, yep. uh, I believe I'm up first in the Metro division. Ah, so I went with New Jersey, Carolina, although just so we're clear, I think Carolina in the playoffs will be better than New Jersey. I just think in the regular season, New Jersey will have more success. Uh, the Rangers, because they just have a lot of talent at some point. Don't they have to figure it out? Uh, Pittsburgh, I'm I'm into the Eric Carlson and a rejuvenated Sidney Crosby might turn that ship around. The Islanders, I still pick them to make the playoffs. Washington, Philly, and Columbus, because Columbus is a proverbial mess, and I just think Philly's going to be a little bit less messier. Fair enough. Fair enough at the seven and eight feet. I think I, York. I, yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like their. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with a lot of that. Like the Islanders have a really right. Ilya Sorokin is really, really good. Yeah. But is, good. is their team going to be better? They, yeah. they do have a really good roster. So I just not sure. It could be by points, right? They could be one or two points separating Pittsburgh and the Islanders. Yeah. Um, Yorkie, it's up to you next. We're we're pretty similar, Wally. Although I know. The only difference was I had I really like Carolina this year. I I think they're going to take a another big step and they're going to learn how to score in the playoffs. I had Carolina at one. I think Rod Brindamore, arguably the best coach in the game, and their blue line is sick. Like that is the best blue line in the NHL right now. Look at those guys. There's not a weak guy back there. Jersey's going to be good in the regular season. Same with the Rangers. They've got regular season specialists on that yep. team. DJ Z-Bad, the bread man. Like, those guys know how to get it done on the power play. Go off to the bar after the red carpet. It's all good. Regular <laughs> season specialists. Um, Pittsburgh, I had them in four. I just don't see how they miss with all that talent. Crosby's going to be fired up. And then Carlson's going to have another good year. So I, they're going to be my wild card team. And I struggled with the Islanders because I'm with you guys. They play hard. I had them originally in, mm. but I uh, I flopped them, flopped them out. Uh, Washington, I think they miss Philly and Columbus. Pick your poison. Yeah, I just put Colum I just put Columbus last because I think they're a lazy hockey team. Like I watched them play last year. Man, they cheat the game. They cheat the game better than any any team I see in the league. Hopefully they fix that because man, they they were bad last year. Yeah. And yep. Bob. All right. So I, my top three are the, all of our top threes are the same. Obviously I just moved to New Jersey. New Jersey looks dangerous. Um, Carolina, how many, how many years in a row do people have to say I'm in on Carolina? This is yes. their year. Uh, I'm so yes. sick of doing that. Um, <laughs> one and two, I think could go either way. I really do. Where did I put? I, I, I think they could. I just, I don't know. I, I like New Jersey. Uh, Pittsburgh, I think slides in. They, you know, they're veterans. They know that they're going to have to go through their own division no matter what. So I don't think they're worried about sliding in the top two or three. They're going to make a wild card spot. Um, our bottom threes were all the same. I just think Philadelphia is a little more messy than Columbus, although they, you are right, York, they Columbus cheats the game better than any team I've ever seen. Um, Washington's just, you know, Washington's just on the Alex Ovechkin goal scoring thing yes. now. That's kind of what they've yeah. become. Um, I struggled with the Islanders here. I just think they're getting a little older and slower every year. I know they play a tight system. I just don't, I don't, I don't love them. So I kept them out of the playoffs. The only team making that uh wild card spot would be Pittsburgh for me. Okay. But just 
their top six is Barzell, Bo Horvat, uh, Simon Holmstrom, Pierre Engvall, Brock Nelson, Kyle Palmieri, mm-hmm. Anders Lee, John Gabriel Peugeot, Oliver Wallstrom's their third line. And, of course, they have that fourth line that never seems to age with Matt Martin, Casey Sezikis, yeah. Cal Clutterbuck. I think they are pretty. They have a really good team. Grindy. Yeah. Grindy. I just think they're – I think they missed the window. Remember, Maybe. I mean, you might be right. I think and maybe I'm thinking it's the team from three years ago. Yeah. Could you imagine if they do get in and Pittsburgh misses? Like, who's Ooh. who's getting shit canned in Pittsburgh? Like, nobody. Like, everybody loves everybody now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't miss the playoffs if you're Pittsburgh with the moves you've made. No, you can't. It's not it's negotiable. Uh, maybe. Um, all right. And finally, the Atlantic uh, and our resident go. smartest man in hockey gets to kick things off. But there's a lot of change coming with the Atlantic, I think. This is the interesting one, right? Boston with all the change and Vasily, uh, Andre Vasilevsky in Tampa. What happens? Um, Buffalo, they just signed Rasmus Dahlin to a monster deal. Um, are they ready to take a step? So, Yorkie, here you go. Yeah, there we go. And so I had Boston out originally. Man, they've had so much change. But I ended up putting them back in. And I took Florida out. I, this was tough, but Toronto, we all know Toronto in the regular season is fantastic. They got all that talent. <laughs> They're the their, Rangers. Whatever you call Well, it's the same thing. It, yeah. it, there is something to, like when you play in Toronto, you are routinely told how good you are, how great you are. And then you get to the playoffs and the pressure changes, but it's a whole other story. Regular season, they're finishing first. I, I've and that's just no, by the media, Yorkie. I, I've, I know, but I've got no doubt. I, I don't see them taking a step back. I, I think they have a great regular season. Tampa, I know Vasilevsky's out, um, but I just think that lineup's still really dangerous. And I have Ottawa. I have Ottawa, not as a wild card, but finishing third in the division. I, The defense, the goaltending, Brady Kachuk leading the way. I think he's going to drag this team into a third position in the division, and Timmy Stutzla. Even if Norris doesn't start the season, I think Stutzla is just going to, like I, like we said earlier, I think he's going to have rockets on his skates to start the season off. So I got Ottawa in the three spot. I think Florida misses that. That playoff took a lot out of a lot of those guys, and a lot of things went right for that team in the playoffs. They got outplayed many nights, and Bobrovsky yeah. stole a lot of games. Like I think that team's not as good as they showed in the playoffs, so I think they miss. Talk about cheating the game. I think Buffalo cheats the game pretty good, too. Like, they're always cheating for offense. I know they get a lot of it. I know people are hot on Buffalo, but I, I don't like them defensively. Detroit's rebuilding, and uh, so is Montreal. Montreal's in for another long season and a high draft pick. I believe, Bobby, you're next. Yeah. Okay, so, again, I don't, I don't even need to say much. I think Toronto's coming away with the division i think they um i don't know how you get boston at two i can't understand this i i love their defense i love their goaltending goalies are good um and monty's a hell of a coach they just they're just a good team i thought differently about this because of the vasilevsky thing i actually if vasilevsky's not playing then i got boston as a wild card team um but 10 weeks without him is a long time. So that puts them behind the eight ball in the division. Uh, but 
you know, when you look at five, six, seven, and eight, um, you know, I, we, looks like York and I see eye to eye almost, yeah, down to the exact team order, uh, the rest of the way, the top four and the, in the bottom four, to me, there's just a major separation between where the, where the organizations are and Florida obviously made the run, but I would agree with what Yorkie said. Um, they got away with a lot in the run. So Ottawa to me takes the third place. Tampa slides into the wild card one. So you get Toronto, Tampa again in, in round one of the playoffs and <laughs> with uh, Vasilevsky. Yeah. And I'm Maybe. telling you, Boston and Boston's just a steady Eddie team. They're going to find a way to, to be in that second place there. I had Ottawa at two at one point. I took them down one, but I had Ottawa so at two. They, the Boston's middle of the ice at the moment is I don't care. <laughs> How can is you Mon win? Hey, yeah. Monty's a hell of a coach. I'm with Bob on that one. That guy, he, his attention to detail. I went to one of his seminars once when he talked about the little things. And that's what people don't understand about winning in the NHL. Coaches that demand the little things of their players squeak out those one goal games. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm with you on that, but I, I love Monty as a coach. Yeah. I think he gets uh, them prepared every night and they're going to be just fine. That may be, but he's not playing on the ice. And they don't have much that is, as far as yeah, I'm yeah. concerned, down the middle of the ice. In fact, um, Gavin, throw out my list. I would have taken Boston out of the playoffs. Oh, in fact, I did. Detroit, are you on crack? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't like that is worse be... than Boston being second, having Detroit <laughs> no, <on> fourth. <laughs> no, I, I think Boston to me will take the dip. I I think that uh, Tampa. I don't even know why. I I wanted Ottawa in second, but because of the, the Pinto and Norris situation, I don't think they can be there. Explain Detroit, yourself on Detroit. I think Detroit's a lot better than you think they are, and I and that's why I believe that their blue line. And their Vili Husso's goaltender wasn't so bad. I think they might be all right. I, I just Who's, think there's a surprise coming. That's why they're there. Who's at some the point, at some Explain point, the Boston this. Bruins are going to miss the playoffs. And I think it could very well be this year with what they have on the ice at the moment. You got Detroit ahead of the Sabres. Well, like you said, the Sabres cheat the game. They have, yeah. if they're count, their only reason is they're counting on Devin Levi as a rookie. Yeah. To lead that team. Yeah. I just don't see that happening. I, still I hope he has a great cheat. year. We all They'll still cheat that. the game and beat Detroit, though. They They'll have a good blue line. Win that game. Like Owen Power, Rasmus Dallin, they have a good blue line. But I, I don't think it's good enough. I just, I'm concerned about perhaps their goaltender. That's why. And Florida's a fraud to me. So you have Detroit. Does, does Detroit a wild card? No. Detroit's not in. Yeah, both his They're wild cards in. were in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, Metro. Which I could very well see. I could agree with you on Wally. That that I wouldn't be surprised if your your picks on the wild yeah. cards were more accurate. Yeah, I, I just the the Atlantic is interesting to me because Ottawa, Detroit, Boston, Buffalo could all flip any which way to me. Yeah, really. Yeah, you could see you, Ottawa out. You could see Ottawa out, Wally. Well, yeah. Well, they've lost the playoffs. It lost in six straight years. They haven't made the playoffs. Like, there's nothing guaranteeing them a playoff spot. Yeah. They used seven yeah. goalies last year. That's why they missed. That's why they well, missed. I know. No, so nobody nobody knows what's going to happen in the year. If they stay well, they got, the way they oh. they could be second if they played as well as they can. But they've well, got to be healthy. You just made the case why they're going to make the playoffs. They used seven goalies last year. This year they've got two. 
They only ha- wanted to use two last year too, York. <laughs> well, that was course, the start. Get, that would have been ideal. Inj- <laughs> yeah. If they get injured, of course they're going to be in trouble. But well, exactly. You you don't. But something is going to happen. That's the point. <laughs> okay, you're pre- you're predicting chaos. There's there's always chaos. There is always a chaos. There there's is always, always chaos. Something. That's the problem with the league being so uh, robotic and equal. I can't even think of the word at the moment. Um, that there, if anything happens to a particular team, you can find yourself out quick. Par- parody. 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 That's right. Gary Bettman's favorite word. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you? Did anybody pick the Seattle Kraken to be as good as they were last year? No. 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 Didn't see it. Exactly. All right. So we're moving on. I got. We got to pick our Stanley Cup winner. <laughs> this will. This will probably upset everybody. I don't know. Anyway, here we go. Yorkie, you've picked Carolina, and we have picked Dallas to win the Stanley Cup. Although yeah. Bobby's the worst of them all because he took the Toronto Maple Leafs in the cup. I final. love it. I know. Now we all hate you. I know. I know. I didn't want to do it, um, but I was doing the roadmap of that. And I just, <laughs> man, I, I was thinking about, you know, Toronto. If, if it winds up the way I think it winds up and Toronto knocks out Tampa and Ottawa upsets Boston, you got a, you got an Ottawa Toronto series. And I might be, I might be on, TV at every game in that one. Um, <laughs> I can't, I couldn't, I would absolutely love to see that series, but Toronto's got the best offense. Um, and they're, and they're just, they're going to find a way they've, 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 they've made a big jump last year, finally winning around. I, I think that that mental hurdle is out of the way. And I think that they realize that they're, they're a better team than where they've been. I think they're going to be good, but to me, Dallas is the, the team to beat this year. And I think they come home with the cup. Yorkie. Yeah. I'm going to die on that Carolina hurricanes. Uh, yeah. Gravier. I, the blue line. I look at what wins on the playoffs. I love that blue line. And they've got Shvechnikov last year. They didn't have a healthy Shvechnikov. He's their best goal scorer. He's healthy. Um, I think they're deep, and I think they're extremely well coached. And man, I just remember Brindamore after they lost that series; he couldn't speak. They, <laughs> they, they, they dominated that series and lost. Um, yeah. So I think it's their year. I, I love what they've done in the off season. Brett Burns, Jacob Slavin. They brought in Orloff. Their their blue line is outstanding. So I, yeah. I like Carolina. To win, um, I thought it was a pick 'em in the West. I, I just went with Colorado. It very easily could be Dallas. Yeah, but uh, I just picked Carolina. I'm a big oh, Jared I mean, fan. I like what he does there. God, it I could like be Dallas, him. Edmonton, or Vegas. You know, right? Like, it could yeah. be. Yeah, it's I, so it's so good. And so I went with Carolina to win the Stanley Cup just because of their. I love their defense, and I think Rod Brindamore is a hell of a coach. Um, I I don't I'm not cra- Freddie Anderson worries me. Yeah, I that, I used to, I used to be like that guys with you gotta have a goalie you gotta have a goalie. Yeah, I'm looking like Vegas won with their third right. string yeah. guy last year. Yeah. Like it's that position has changed it for me. Like it's the goalie just has to play well at the right time. And Freddie Anderson's in the perfect market for him. Certain guys can't play in a Canadian market because it eats them up with all the pressure. He can leave the rink every day in Carolina. Nobody knows who he is, so he can go home and recharge the batteries and get ready for the next game. Yeah. I just, uh, before we go, I just need to read you, Bobby, some of the comments that are coming in on your picking. <laughs> oh, he's getting Maple slaughtered. <laughs> Am I? Bobby, Bobby, WTF, man. 
Uh, wow, Bobby. Wow. Uh, yuck the Leafs in the cup final. Um, uh-oh, Bobby, the pitchforks are coming. Uh, you're on the Sens payroll guy. Uh, <laughs> brutal pick, Bobby. What the All hell, right. Bobby? Uh, it goes on and on. So cut this guy's audio. Yeah. So anyway, you get the, <laughs> All right, well, you, <laughs> yeah. I don't know who, I mean, I don't know who else. Yeah. Carolina. I, I struggled with the devils too, a little bit. Um, but I just, I, I think if, yeah, they won a round. I will say if they win the first round and they get Ottawa in the second round, by the time that third round starts, they might be dying because that's going to be a bloodbath that second round. So the Leafs. That, yeah, the Leafs, it's yeah. the Leafs get to play the Sens. Um, I'm just, you know what? They've, they've lost so many times. They finally won a round. They think that they got a taste of it. And now they're going to understand how to have a little more success. Ultimately, they're going to fall short because Dallas is winning it all this year. So sorry, folks. I, 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 my son was wearing a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey uh, now, because it was you didn't my, have to. <laughs> you didn't have to mention that, dude. Oh. But no, no, no. I came. Oh man, it was a power move by the ex-wife. I'm not even mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> so she but, brought. Oh, I like it. Well, it, yeah. And then uh, she, she was like, I. It, took everything for me to buy this because it was the only Jersey that fit him. Cause there's no hockey jerseys in Nashville. There's nowhere. It was a played against sports buy, and I had to get a uh, Red Wings Jersey sent down, but um, it, it killed me to see my son in that Jersey. So I hate the Leafs too. I just, I just think they're going to find a way this year. What if they play Ottawa in the first round? Do they get by Ottawa, Bob? Well, I had them play. I had them getting by Ottawa in the second round, but yeah, I do. I think there's a little more experience there. Yeah, that's fair. And so, in a series like that, you're going to need the experience more than you're going to need the running gun and the and the you know the emotions. The experience is going to be a big one in that series. Uh, did you? Because you never got the playoff feel of it. Did you? Like, did you feel the sense of a Leaf Ottawa rivalry? Like Yorkie, you played, if I'm not mistaken. Oh man, many times, many yeah. times. Yeah. We- but in the playoffs, you got to play yes, one or two series. Uh, we played uh, we played uh, Buffalo. We played Toronto twice, I believe, in the first round. Had Buffalo on yeah. Toronto twice. Maybe yeah. even three times. So No, I never got that. You know? Wally, I've uh, never missed the playoffs as a send, by the way. Well, that's because you guys were good. Just couldn't win when it mattered. Yeah. Playoffs, different story. And that, you know what? That's like Carolina to me. Uh mm-hmm. Is that everybody? I remember every year, early 2000s, people kept saying, This is Ottawa's year. This is Ottawa's year. This is, and something would always happen. And then eventually the window closes and you're done. Yep. Yep. I would agree. So, so Yorkie, would you, would you be pumped to see a Leaf Sens playoff matchup? Be amazing. It's, yeah, it would be, it would be unbelievable because the city just transforms it goes to a whole other level like it's just it's complete chaos like i'll tell you a funny story when we played them in the playoffs one of my buddies called him the duke big tall guy six foot five he's sitting in the front row at a playoff game there's somebody waving a leaf flag in his face he grabbed the he grabbed the flag broke it in half and mimicked that he was wiping his ass with the flag the leaf fan goes nuts they get into it. The security guard comes down, <laughs> removes the leaf fan out of the building. <laughs> so That's there's amazing. Just shit, there's just shit like that going on. But I think it would be great. And if, if Ottawa could do it and win it, 
that would be, especially in this with the Andlauer area era here, it'd be amazing for the city. It would be a huge hurdle and it'd be awesome. I'd love to see it. You played I twice. Would. Twice, yeah. 2000, yeah. 2001. Yeah, that 01 series was costly for the old career. Not great timing. Free agent got swept in four. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you guys scored in four games, three goals. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it for you. Yeah. yeah. Like Patrick Laleem had an amazing goals against average and save percentage in the postseason. Yeah. And you guys just never wanted to score any goals. We had uh, Thurston Howell playing for us that year. Tommy Brasso. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Oh, Tommy. Thurston. All right, boys. Uh, listen, for those who don't know, we are back tomorrow at 9 a.m. with Jamie McLennan. Also, we are doing a preview show on Wednesday at uh, 6, an hour before puck drop. We're going to do a, a Sens uh, home a season opener show, and then we're back Thursday morning uh, for another show this week. Busy week for us as we uh, continue on the show here. And a lot more sponsors coming on board this week as well. Uh, so exciting times for the old show. Uh, boys, mm -hmm. Enjoy Beautiful. the rest. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody who tuned in. We appreciate it, and we will see you tomorrow. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.